Mayo? Mayobi. Mayobi not. Is there a more perfect sandwich than a BLT? I mean, peanut butter and jelly is up there, and grilled cheese is delicious, but ultimately it's just cheese and two pieces of bread. No offense, cheese. French dip needs juice to be any good, and a sloppy joe is too damn sloppy. And a hamburger isn't really a sandwich, it's a burger. With a BLT, though, you've got everything. Well, okay, you've really only got bacon, lettuce, and tomato, but somehow it's more than the sum of its parts. Its math is a little off. In a good way. BLTs have been on my mind since the annual Rafferty BLT party earlier this month. What's that? Your family doesn't have a BLT party every year where you and your loved ones make BLTs with fresh lettuce and tomato from the garden and bacon and bread from the farmer's market? Wow, sucks to be you. What's it like having just realized that all these years you've been wasting your life not having BLT parties? I'm sorry, that was cruel. No, come back, I didn't mean it. Here, have a BLT. No, I insist. You're vegan? Oh, okay. No, no, that's a perfectly reasonable life choice. Pansy. The BLT party, henceforth known as TBLTP, wasn't even a thing until a few years ago when the garden back home yielded some particularly good-looking tomatoes and my mom was all, Damn, those be some ripe-ass tomatoes. And I was all, shit, we's gots to make some BLTs out of those. And we did. And then we stopped talking as if we were raised by wolves. Since then, every fall we've invited family and friends over to partake in the splendor that is the BLT. It isn't really codified, there's no real set date, there are no invitations or pomp and circumstance. Well, there is pomp, but that's my grandfather. It's just a matter of whenever the tomatoes look good, some phone calls are made, I hop on a bus upstate, and everyone eats some sandwiches. Usually multiple sandwiches. Because they're BLTs. And BLTs are delicious. Typically, the first time I go to a given restaurant or a diner, I won't even look at the menu. I'll just call the waiter over and give him the old, Sir, bring me your finest BLT. Spare no expense at which point the waiter usually tells me that my monocle looks ridiculous. The beauty of the restaurant BLT is that it acts as an equalizer. It's a baseline upon which you can judge a restaurant. What's their story? What's their angle? Do they have a new take on an old classic, or do they play it safe? Does it come with fries, a pickle, the dreaded coleslaw? Are they doing the three slices of bread nonsense? Is it needlessly heavy on L? Is the tea nice and red, or a light pink? Is the bee crispy or chewy? Is it overpriced, underpriced? Like a handshake or a haircut, it's amazing what you can tell about a man by his BLT. Or a restaurant. I've had many a BLT in my travels. I'd say on average I've had about one every other week for most of my adult life. I could probably do the math on that, but suffice it to say, it's a whole lot of B, L, and T. In that time, I've had some pretty crappy BLTs, some average ones, and a few excellent ones. More often than not, though, one ingrudiment outshines the rest. At this year's TBLTP, for example, the tea was amazing. Top-notch tea right there. Unbelievably red, juicy, firm, delicious. Two years back, the B was fantastic. Thick slabs, cooked just right, salty, not too fatty. Incredible. The pig that died to produce that bacon lives on in my memories. He did not die in vain. 
I salute you, pig. May you rest in peace in my belly. That said, there are times when everything comes together. The bread is toasted just right. The lettuce is crisp and green. The tomato is not too thick, but not too thin. The bacon is cut and cooked to perfection and sticking out ever so slightly from the sides. And there's a slight possibility of mayonnaise. It's the perfect storm, the perfect sandwich. It's hard to pick out a favorite sandwich of your favorite sandwich, but if I had to choose, it would probably be the BLT at Zeitzef in downtown Manhattan. It's a couple blocks from Wall Street and is therefore always teeming with banker types, for better or worse. Mostly worse. But hey, it's their part of town, we're just visiting. And paying like $9 for the privilege of consuming one of their BLTs. It's worth it though. You've got the B, L, and T trifecta. Excellent bread and some fries on the side. Throw in a grape soda and you're good to go. Someday, though, I'd like to construct a perfect BLT of my very own. Obviously, TBLTP offers an excellent opportunity every year, but I'm talking about taking it up a notch. My BLT will go to 11. My inspiration is this guy in Australia who made a BLT completely from scratch. And I do mean completely. He grew the lettuce and tomatoes. He harvested the grain that he used to make the bread. He went out to the ocean and distilled the water to make the sea salt to salt the sandwich. He did everything short of raising the pig and slaughtering it himself. When he was finished, he posted his illicit food pornography on the internet for all to see. Because he's a food pervert. And all Australians are criminals. That said, if that sandwich is any indication of how people are eating down under, I might have to commit a crime in England in the 1800s just to get shipped over there. Step 1. It will probably be some time before I can construct my ultimate BLT. New York City apartments do not lend themselves to raising vegetables and livestock, despite what that dude with a tiger in the Bronx will have you believe. And who knows, by then maybe I'll be done with BLTs. Maybe my doctor will tell me my sodium levels are too high and I need to quit them. But at that point, is life really worth living? I mean, what am I going to fall back on? Grilled cheese? No hard feelings, cheese. 